Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. And the Irish Pharmacy Union, they have uh, warned uh, people about dangerous unlicensed COVID-19 medicines in inverted commas that are popping up online, suggesting that they can cure the virus. Um, and uh, Rebecca Barry is supervising pharmacist of Lloyd's Pharmacy, uh, including in Castle Troy, and she is on the line. Good morning to you, Rebecca. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. So this is fake medicine. Now, unfortunately, in ways it's as old as medicine when uh, people, you know, snake oil salesmen and all that kind of stuff way back uh, in the past. Uh, it's moved online and it's particularly worrying at the moment because it's about COVID-19. Absolutely. And the these websites would always have preyed on the vulnerable and, you know, um, preyed on people's fears. And we've already come across this in Northern Ireland. Medicines have been seized, which were, were sold online as being an antiviral drug to treat COVID. They were absolutely false, not licensed. Um, They are supposed antiviral drugs and completely unproven, unregulated. Uh, All of those unlicensed type medicines which can be bought online, they really pose huge um, health risk to consumers. Uh, They're always unregulated. There is a huge regulatory environment surrounding medicines for a reason because, um, you know, you're ingesting something into your body that has to be regulated and um, controlled for lots of different reasons. And you really are taking your life in your hands if you're going to take a medicine that you've ordered online. You've no idea where it's coming from. Um, Many of these have been tested. They either contain more, much more, much less of the drug than what they claim, um, very often they claim they actually contain none of the drug that they're c- claiming to contain. Um, sometimes they will contain a completely different drug. And um, large volumes of medicines like that are uh, seized every year by our bodies that protect us, such as the Health Protection um, Regu- Health Products Regulatory Authority, so the H- HPRA. Um, so in one week, this year alone, €175,000 worth of medicines were seized, um, ordered online. And they are counterfeit, they're illegal, they pose a huge public health risk. And unfortunately, they are, those websites design themselves to prey on people who are worried and feeling vulnerable. Many people don't want to leave the house now and they think they're ordering something safe. Really, they're not. If you have any queries or concerns about that, speak to your pharmacist. You just can't trust anything online. Yeah. And I mean, the other point, Rebecca, is that you know, if there were a cure for COVID-19, you can be sure that uh, it, it would, would be, be available, available. it would be um, everywhere, channels. it would be through the proper channels, and every single trustworthy news and information organisation in the world would, would be, be shouting it from the it. rooftops. Exactly. Exactly. And one of the other things that's happening um, more and more now is the purchasing online of the COVID tests. Now, many of these may be accurate tests, but if you think about all of the systems that the government has put in place through ENFIT um, to have that whole national testing system, it's hugely costly to to the state, but it's been put in place for a reason. Every single person doing those tests has been trained specifically in how to do it. 
the tests that you buy online, you have to use them the same way as you would if you were going for um, an official test. And anybody who's been for a test will tell you, Joe, it's a very invasive test. It's not pleasant. Um, they have to go high up into your nose and far down your throat. You know, it, it's just, it's not pleasant and it would be difficult to do yourself and um, difficult for anybody who's not trained to do it properly. So, you know, even though they may be a reliable test, very often they will not be used um, in the correct manner to give a reliable result. So I would really urge caution against people buying tests online and doing a home test and relying on that. And the whole testing system that has been put in place nationally is also there not just to get um, our tests and um, to get the correct uh, national data on case levels, but also so that contact tracing be can be carried out um, in the correct manner. So, you know, I really would urge people to be very careful and think long and hard before they buy these tests online as well. So not just medicines online, the tests online. Um, the tests may not be accurate, but also they may not be performed accurately by you at home. So really... You know, if, if you're thinking of doing that, I'd urge you to speak to your doctor or speak to your pharmacist, you know. Right. Uh, we're chatting to Rebecca Barry, a supervising pharmacist with Lloyd's Pharmacy. Um, the other one that's very much on the immediate horizon now is the flu vaccine. And we know that pharmacies moved into that field uh, a bit over the last few years and there was the yep. possibility of providing it. Now we know there is enormous pressure on the system because they want to ramp up the flu vaccine for as much of the population as possible, the, the vulnerable categories, obviously, and including um, children. So Absolutely. will pharmacists still be doing it? Yes. And um, there is a whole system ramping up now surrounding that. So we have in our pharmacy, we have a list as long as your arm of people waiting for an appointment as soon as we have the date for when the vaccine is going to hit the stores. So it hits on a phased basis, the um, national system for getting all the vaccines out to pharmacists and GPs obviously can't deliver on the same date. So every pharmacy will have a separate date of when they're going to get their delivery. And once we know that, we'll be able to set up the um, appointment system first. But huge, uh, unprecedented, really, um, inquiries about the flu vaccine. And um, if we are going to be anything like Australia, so Australia's flu season would obviously be six months before ours. Um, so they've just been through their flu vaccine season um, in the middle of the pandemic, and they had at least a 50% uptake uh, um, increase in the um requests for flu vaccinations over there so if we but Rebecca, I mean, those... obviously you have to think about this in the context of covid as well yeah. and every individual coming into the pharmacy has yeah. to be looked at as so you know, a potential COVID as a result risk. Joe. so um in the past people used to come in and fill out their forms with us online and go through everything online um, or in person i should say now a huge amount of that is going to move online um, I, I would say to um, elderly people who may not be as comfortable with online and um, still get in contact with your pharmacies, you can still make um, make appointments over the phone and as much as possible we will get people to be filling out forms um, at home or in their cars. They will have the waiting period where they normally have to wait in store for 15 minutes after. That wait period will more than likely happen in their cars to keep people you know, out of the environment 
where there's more people around as much as possible, that they'll be coming in, getting their vaccine and going back to their cars, you know, so people will be in and out. In and, and will will you possible. be doing it for all categories, including kids? Yes, kids will be done in pharmacies as well. So, um, And then things like PPE, uh, will those giving the uh, flu vaccine have to wear it? Yes. So there's a whole new protocol surrounding that as well. So say, for example, in our pharmacy, we will be wearing masks and visors, gloves, There'll be hand sanitization before and after. The room will be cleaned down after, in between each customer. Um, we're actually going to hopefully operate two rooms so that the, there can be a full clean down done with minimum um, impact on the amount of patients we can vaccinate. Normally, we'd only have one room in operation. So every pharmacy is going to have those new protocols in place. Um, they won't be doing it otherwise. And, and will it increase the cost? Um, I can't answer that question at the moment because we haven't been given guidance on that, but I do know that um, the HSE are envisaging more people moving into the um, category of free vaccinations. So um, I'll have a bit more information on that in a few weeks' time. So anybody wondering about that should contact their pharmacy, but I know every effort is being, do- is, um, being done to keep the cost as minimal as possible. The point is that the capacity required you know, in pharmacies and uh, GPs' uh, surgeries going uh, to, to provide the flu increase is going to massively increase, yes, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And as I say, our waiting list already is at unprecedented levels. Normally we would have maybe 10 inquiries before we get the flu vaccine for, for um, requests for forward appointments. We have... We're on to our third page of requests. So, yeah, it's going to be very busy. Every clinic, every GP's clinic, every pharmacy is going to be flat to the mass with flu vaccines. And, um, you know, extra cover is being put in place where it um, can be to try to deal with the um, volume that we're going to be requested for, you know. So um, I would say anybody who's worried about coming in to get the flu vaccine, speak to your GP or speak to your pharmacist. They'll be able to give you helpful advice um, about what to do to prepare yourself coming in. Obviously, anybody with any COVID symptoms will be asked to delay their flu vaccination um, until such time as the public health teams allow them to come in. So there will be a request to fill out um, information like that. So anybody with COVID symptoms will be required not to come in to delay it. And and finally, the point of that, the point of the flu vaccine is twofold, isn't it? It's, it's to prevent people getting the flu, but also it's because we don't know what's coming this winter um, with COVID and we're trying to protect the capacity of our health exactly, services. Exactly, exactly, to try to reduce the pressures on the health service. But nobody wants to have a flu and COVID at the same time either. You know, apart from capacity on the health system, nobody wants to have that pressure on their own health system, you know. So this is all about protection of every single one of us, you know. And the evidence behind the flu vaccine really is um, standalone. You know, every year it reduces the amount of deaths from flu um, and reduces the amount of symptoms that people would otherwise have if they got the flu, you know. So really, pressure on the system, pressure on your own health health, um, system as well you know, it's there for a reason. Okay, well listen, thank you very much for all that good advice and information this morning uh, on a couple of the topics there that I think uh, are very much of interest to listeners at the moment here on Limerick Today. Rebecca Barry, Supervising Pharmacist of Lloyd's Pharmacy in Castle Troy. Thank you. 
Call Limerick today now on 461995.